Hey, this is Stefan Roost. I'm the CEO of Bitcoin.com, and you're listening to the Michael Nye Podcast. What is crypto? Welcome to the What is Crypto Podcast with your boy Nye. Today, we have Mr. Stefan Roost, the CEO of Bitcoin.com. And Bitcoin.com is owned by Mr. Roger Veer of Bitcoin Cash. He's going to tell us about Bitcoin.com's future, what they're striving to do with Bitcoin.com, the wallets, the exchanges, and every other services they're trying to put out there for cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, and cryptocurrency or digital assets. They are taking on a lot. And to be honest with you, I respect them a lot for making a platform that does what they're trying to do, that basically captures their dream and tries to get it out to the world. So, Without further ado, right after you go to iTunes, leave us a five-star rating and a comment, come back and listen to the rest of this episode with Mr. Stefan Roost, the CEO of Bitcoin.com. We'll see you after the show. All right, my man. Glad to have you on the show today. Can you give me your full name and title? Hi, I'm Stefan Roost, and I'm the CEO of Bitcoin.com. Awesome. And how would you describe yourself? Um, good question. Um, I'm definitely um, a opinionated person, highly passionate, workaholic, uh, fully committed. So when I go into something, I go, there's only one way, and that's full Monty. Uh, I love what I do. I'm full crypto. And you know, I, I'm also an athlete. Uh, I try, I get up every morning at 5am and do my workouts. And I close out the days roughly at around 10pm when I finish calls in this decentralized global economy. And what is Bitcoin? In terms of Bitcoin, the uh, for me, the interpretation of Bitcoin is really the peer-to-peer -peer electronic payment system that was originally set out to be. And, and my experience with Bitcoin at the first time was I was talking to a supplier or partner that was developing software products for me out of Guatemala. He asked me to pay him in Bitcoin. I didn't understand what Bitcoin was. This was back in April 2012. And so I then got into Bitcoin, bought my first Bitcoin, and... I wired him money through my Bitcoin J wallet to his wallet uh, or his address. I didn't know what his wallet was. Whilst we were having a Skype conversation, it was instantaneous and there were no fees. He basically got exactly the same amount that I had transferred to him. And to me, that was the wow effect, right? I really experienced it firsthand. And I'm a big believer in sort of code beats PowerPoint because it's much more difficult to actually develop something and build that experience. But the impact of that experience is far greater than showing it to you in a white paper or on a PowerPoint presentation. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. This question, how do you use crypto in your daily life, is sponsored by BMAG, bmag.io. BMAG, they write stories that inform, influence, and inspire the global blockchain cryptocurrency community. How do I use crypto daily in my daily life? Um, good question. I use it in a number of ways. I mean, of course, I have the Bitcoin.com wallet, which allows me to have my Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin Core in there. I have SideShift, which allows me to swap it into different currencies back and forth. I have a shop nearby feature inside my wallet app, which allows me to then identify where I can go in a given city, particularly if I'm traveling, to go and spend and, and eat my lunch or dinner or go to a bar where I can then pay in Bitcoin Cash. So I love that functionality. 
Separately, there are a number of other different services that I love using. I use purse.io to purchase on Amazon and get to a 20 to 30% discount when I use that, paying in Bitcoin Cash, obviously. Um, there is read.cash, which I use quite low regularly, where I go to read information and blog posts and opinion pieces. And I can then con pay in Bitcoin Cash to individual contributors that are writing on there. And I love that functionality. Lastly, I use the tipbot inside Telegram a lot where I can share Bitcoin Cash or SLP tokens for that matter with people that are writing up or, or, or have written a good article, shared a good image, etc. And so that's mainly how I use it, I'd say, on a daily basis and regularly interact with cryptos. And now back to Michael and his guest. Enjoy the rest of the show. What is Bitcoin.com? Yeah, so Bitcoin.com is a for-profit organization. Uh, we're out there pursuing a lot of what I just said, where we're trying to bring money to the world, uh, make transactions super easy, super quick, and, 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 and very, 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 very cheap. Did Roger start Bitcoin.com? Did he buy it? How did this come into existence? What's the origin story? So Roger had the domain name. He licensed the domain name out to a third party. I think the third party wasn't really doing much with the domain name. And as a result, the license had expired. And in 2014, Roger had decided to put uh, some effort into developing the domain name Bitcoin.com. Um, and, and that resulted in what we have today with some um, hundred employees spread out around the world and a core set of products across five different businesses. It had started in the media business. It then evolved into transaction business, commerce business. And then moved into now where we're sort of heading is is providing financial services uh, of the non-custodial nature. The big question that is like always brought up, you yeah. have a lot of haters around it. Yeah. It's the elephant in the room. Yeah. It's the potential misleading connotation that Bitcoin.com has. Seeing as it's it's Bitcoin Cash and, and all those different things. Like, like, what is Bitcoin.com? Is it Bitcoin? Is it BTC? Is it BCH? Uh, why is there so much confusion and conversation going on around this topic? And why is it so prevalent in, in the conversation? So Bitcoin.com is a separate entity. It is a for-profit organization. It is around making payments, really making payments work with high velocity, high low friction, and, and very low fees. Um, so that's really what we're about. You know, the reason why we're associated very much with Bitcoin Cash is, is twofold. One is we believe that at the moment, Bitcoin Cash is the, plat the best platform suited for making that a reality. It's decentralized, censorship resistant, all the things that you know, speak for a, a real blockchain and it supports the scale, um, the, the transaction volume and the low fees that we require from a platform. And so that's why we're very supportive of Bitcoin Cash. The second reason is mainly because of, you know, partly Roger's involvement in back in 2017 when the fork happened between Bitcoin Core and Bitcoin Cash. 
Uh, Roger was one of the first adopters together with a, a group of others, including like Charlie Schramm and, and Eric Voorhees and, and the likes thereof, as well as some of the core developers involved in that. But they were the first sort of business developers alongside the software developers to really promote it. As a result, it grew in adoption, but so did the fees and so did the pace confirming a transaction started to really slow down. And so as a result, there was a very big difference of opinions between certain camps uh, inside the Bitcoin community because there was only one community at the time. And, and that ultimately resulted in the fork. And I think Roger was a strong advocate for that fork, mainly because he wanted to get back to low transaction fees. And partially the reason was behind that is we do at Bitcoin.com, we do everything in Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash. We pay all our staff in Bitcoin Cash. We pay all our suppliers in Bitcoin or Bitcoin Cash. We actually, I mean, live the, the, the dream or the promise. We walk the talk again. And as a result, our fees in terms of all the transactions we were doing were super high. And that resulted in basically, how do we bring these fees back down when they're $80 a transaction? It's super expensive, particularly if you've got to pay all your staff in individual transactions, all your suppliers in individual transactions. It starts to add up over time. And that's sort of part of the reason why I think that also drove that fork. And, and ultimately, people were super upset about that fork because it did get a bit you know, vocal and people were extremely passionate about it. And I suppose yeah. that's why Bitcoin.com lives with that reputation. Super long answer, but um, yeah, that's that's sort of the summary. It's a good answer, man, and and uh, and I think that it like it really brings up like a, a deep conversation. You know, yep. um, I think that's one of the things that Bitcoin Cash, uh, Roger Ver, have brought into the the conversation of today is the conversation of what is the real Bitcoin. Um, whether you agree with Bitcoin Cash or whether you disagree with it, this is kind of the question that has been brought about by the creation of Bitcoin Cash and by the movement that Roger Ver has been so passionate about uh, over the last few years. What, in your opinion, in your words, what does it mean? Like, what is the quote unquote real Bitcoin mean? Yeah, I mean, it's peer to peer transactions on chain, decentralized, censorship resistant. I mean, th that to me is, 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 is super important with a, you know, governed inflation rate. Um, I think to me, those are sort of really the things that stand out. And I want to pursue that at Bitcoin.com and Bitcoin.com is out there to pursue that. And I think one thing I, I really want to implore the community is, look, we're only a $270 billion industry as a cryptocurrency community as a whole. We have maybe 50, 50 million you know, advocates worldwide that have a Bitcoin wallet, right? Or a crypto wallet that is non-custodial. And you can maybe argue we go up to 100 million. We're a tiny percentage of the population and we're a tiny microcosm of the overall financial services industry. So we um, in the community believe that having tribes within the cryptocurrency community is helpful, right? It pushes us all, it gives people choices and options. 
However, we still need to bear in mind that we have a far greater task in front of us and the road is definitely, we have a big uphill, uphill battle. The road is not coming to an end in any form or fashion. And as a result, you know, people have a choice in cryptocurrencies. How do we make sure that the whole world has a choice in overall currencies and financial instruments that they can choose from? Not just those that are dictated by centralized institutions, but also that those are given to them through the decentralized institutions that are emerging. And, and to me, I want us as a community to work on, on, on convincing that. And if you don't like Bitcoin Cash, if you don't like the services that Bitcoin.com have, don't use them. Please use somebody else's. There's enough of a choice across the cryptocurrency sphere. Make your choice there. And if you want to choose you know, JP Morgan or you want to choose HSBC, go choose them as well. Or Revolut or but ultimately, we're trying to pursue our objective, uh, which is to bring non-custodial services, censorship resistant, transaction fast, user friendly, and, and, and very, very cheap to the population. Yeah, man, I like, I like what you're talking about there, specifically that you're saying that this competition is healthy. It's something that is actually positive and beneficial to the space. It adds to the space. It allows us to step into uh, greater versions of whatever we're building. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we, yeah, I mean, competition has been healthy. We are, I mean, we're all partially economists, right? And we know the benefit that competition brings. It strives us to be better. It keeps us on our toes. And, and that's, you know, I mean, you have Uber and you have Lyft. You have, you know, everybody has alternative choices, right? You have Grab Taxi, you have Ula, you have, you know, Didicha in China. So everywhere you go, you do have multiple choices and multiple options, um, the world is big. The financial services is ginormous. Um, you know, let's let's compete and find out which is the best and who can bring the right service to the right users at the right time when they need it. Final question for you. Run me through what's the ultimate purpose of Bitcoin.com? Uh, I know that you said it's a for-profit business. What do you guys do? How is, how is this uh, a contribution to the space? So whilst we're for profit, we're reinvesting everything into the business. So we've been continuously investing in the right tool sets, in tools to enable tokenomics, uh, in tools to enable dividend distribution or interest distribution, all on-chain. We've enabled the exchange business, the payments business. So for us, it's really our end goal is to bring money to everybody, really, and, and, and make sure I have, I have, I call it I have four principles. The value in, in, in that Bitcoin.com is doing is growing an ecosystem around, in this case today, the Bitcoin Cash platform and how we're doing that. We're focusing on four things, and I call it um, distribution, fame, fortune, and ultimately tools. And so how we're we doing that with fame, right? We, we, we're helping the right players get visibility. So if you work on the Bitcoin Cash or the Bit or with Bitcoin.com, we have our channels to get you visibility. We work with you to get you on stages, to get you podcasts with Michael Nye, um, things like that. 
We help you then ultimately with distribution. How can we help you get the right kind of distribution in terms of being sure your currency gets into as many merchants as possible, gets onto as many wallets as possible? And by the way, that's not only the Bitcoin.com wallet, it's also other wallets that are BIP70 compliant. So with a former and existing Bitcoin protocol that allows us to interface and receive payments across the world in any format. So standardization is super important for distribution. Um, the tools, how do we build the right tools that are accessible to everybody? Um, and so we've got on our website tools.bitcoin.com where you can see all these tools. But ultimately, we've got a tokenization tool, a dividend payment tool, a notar notaria document tools, um, et cetera, et cetera. So how do we make those available so the community can begin to use that? And lastly, Fortune, right? How do we all make money out of that? And that's why we launched an exchange. We've got partnerships uh, with a number of different companies to pay you uh, interest on your Bitcoin cash or even your Bitcoin, if you want, and, and just grow the ecosystem like that. And you'll see many more partnerships come out um, similar to that of what we've done with HTC, where we have Bitcoin Cash and the Bitcoin.com wallet preloaded on those devices as they ship on the Exodus phone, on their crypto phone. So that's sort of really our mission. Where are we going to that? What's the end goal of that? I think we've got at least another five, 10 years of making this a pervasive solution for the world. Appreciate you coming on the show today. Thanks for taking the time, my man. Yeah, thank you for giving me the time. And, and yeah, appreciate always reconnecting with you. And, and you know, we've, we've gone back quite a way, right? I mean, I remember meeting you first at some conference in Hong Kong where you were still incognito right and um yeah that was super yeah, man. <laughs> and then it's we've traveled a, and many conferences around the world yeah it's been a good journey man it's been a really good journey i appreciate you bro thank you man thanks michael thank you for listening to this episode of the what is crypto podcast with your boy nye and Mr. Stefan Roost, thank you very much for coming on the show. It was great to hear you speak. In your DYOR this week, what I want you to do is to research Mr. Roger Veer. I know this was an episode about Stefan Roost, but Roger is not only controversial, Roger not only ruffles people's feathers, but I have a lot of respect for him. He may be a bit self-serving, but he really follows his passion. And no matter what anybody says about him, he keeps going and sticking to his guns about what Bitcoin is for, no matter what. And that really is inspiring. So I want you to go and do a little research about who Roger Ver is, about how he came to do what he does, how to, to his whole advocacy of Bitcoin, to the fork of Bitcoin Cash, to what he's doing now, to owning Bitcoin.com, and of course, look at Bitcoin.com, look at what they offer, the services they offer, and just see how people are really getting involved to try to make this go forward. This new technology, this new payment system, this peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash system. We'll see you in future episodes of the White is Crypto podcast with your boy Nye.